Hey mama, welcome to Postpartum Confessions, a podcast for anyone navigating the ups and downs of becoming a mom. I'm Felicia. I'm Bree, and we're here to bring you truly unfiltered conversations from the expected to the unexpected parts of being a mom. Whether you're trying to conceive, pregnant, or already a mother, this podcast is for you. Let's discover the secrets no one told you about motherhood and how to overcome them together. They say it takes a village. Welcome home. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey, Mama. Welcome back to another Postpartum Confessions mini episode, our short and to the point conversations. Today, we are revealing the importance of self-care and how you can manage it. Hi, Mama. This is Bree, and I'm excited to start a little wellness series with you all. Wellness is my jam. I just... I love talking about it and trying to be better about it. So here and there, we're going to throw in some wellness topics. And as Felicia mentioned, we're getting into self-care today and finding what works for you when it comes to self-care. So self-care is a huge topic among like the mom community, I feel like. And there's just a lot of a lot of different opinions on it. So we're going to get into a bunch of different things that you guys can <laughs> think about and really, you know, if one resonates with you, taking a hold of that and kind of using it. But one thing that I noticed about self-care is how overwhelming it can be because you put so much pressure on yourself to do what everyone says, like the big things, like, you know, go out and take time at a hotel and do a spa day, you know, all these like big things. And I guess having such high expectations for yourself and for your self-care can kind of take the joy out of it. It can really make it overwhelming and you find it hard to feel like one, like yourself and two, you know, like you've been you've you've rejuvenated and that you're, you know, I'm myself again. I can go back into this feeling like brand new. And I think that itself is like one huge piece of not actually feeling rejuvenated and like yourself and ready to go back into it is because all this pressure is being put on you to do it perfectly. Because again, everything has to be perfect. So there's just so many different ways that you can rethink that. And I think Brie has a really good point. Yeah. So we were talking about this a little bit before we recorded, which we tend to do a lot. And sometimes I'm thinking like, we should just hit record here and there because half of the time we have really good conversations. I'm planning. And anyway, okay. I digress. But (laughs) self-care. Yeah. So for me, self-care is can be overwhelming. And I think sometimes, you know, like Felicia mentioned, you're supposed to come back and feel like rejuvenated and kind of feel like yourself again. But the pressure of trying to do it like the way people make it seem on there drives me a little bit insane. Like it doesn't work for me. And sometimes for me, no self-care in that traditional sense or what we think of it now is kind of a good thing. Now, we're not saying not to have any self-care. That's not what I'm trying to say here. But I think self-care has transformed into like this huge thing that you kind of have to plan and take more time for yourself to like heal and do all of these things. And that's the part that gets overwhelming for me because what I try to do is I, I, you know, I sit down and I do a lot of thinking and um, I'm thinking, okay, well, what really works for me and what makes me the happiest? Like, where do I feel like rejuvenated? And when I do go do these things and go out and take time for myself, am I happy? Is this what's making me happy? Right. And for me, the answer has been no. A lot of the times, like even when it's like a relaxing thing or I get my alone time or whatever, because for me, what makes me the most happiest right now in this like season and chapter of my life is I want to be around my kids and I want them to be there. 
I just don't always want to be the one that's responsible for them in like the moment. So like, you know, a a good self-care session for me, to be honest, is if I could just like sit in the living room or sit around them and, you know, get climbed on some hugs and kisses like here and there, just like the fun stuff. But I'm not the one that has to like help them find the missing toy or go get, you know, the 15th snack in a row. And like, you know, my partner kind of takes care of it for me. I'm happy because I'm like around and I hear all the things I want to hear because sometimes that's what I want. I want to hear them laughing. I want to be around them. I want to see them doing something. So if I could sit there and like read my book or maybe, you know, I put on like the other day I, I had on my Instagram stories, I was doing like a face mask. I did that in the room with the kids jumping on the bed and I was laying next to them. It was glorious. They were laughing. They were doing this. I was like in a, in a little zone. But, and I told my husband, he was up there with us too. Like, can you make sure they don't fall off the bed? Even though like I'm right here, you know, that kind of thing because, and, and it was, and he was like, Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, cause I was sitting like right there, but I just didn't want to be the one responsible. And I felt like so much calmer because I did my mask and I did my thing, <laughs> had my book, but I wasn't away from them, you know? And I mean, I guess I could give an example. The other day I was going to the store and my husband was like, just go by yourself. You'll be so much faster. And I was like, oh yeah, go by myself. This is going to be great. You know? And the whole time I was thinking, and I texted him and I was like, you know, is, is our daughter okay? Is she crying? He was like, she's fine. She's plain. Like everything's fine. No one's sad. No one's whatever. And I was like, oh, I just, I feel like they would have really wanted to come. Like they like the store, you know? And he was like, it sounds like you wanted them to go. And I was like, and he's like, you're, trying to like pawn it off. Like you, you know, don't you want to take them or do this and that? He was like, it sounds like what you want is to be around them or to bring them. And I was like, yeah, I did. You're right. I did want to bring them. Like, even though it was calmer and faster without them, it didn't make me happy to like leave them. You know what I mean? So don't get me wrong. I want some alone time, but I get that. I get that like during sleep and and here and there or whatever. But right now this season is, I just want to be around them, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't, yeah, I feel like I get a little bit of like shame or something for like not taking not n- not that nobody directly shames me, but it's like I don't know if you're not doing self care and you're not doing it this way, then it's kind of like not wrong, but it's kind of a little wrong. You know what I mean? And I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, there's like so many things that you see all the time about what self care looks like for everyone else, and like the lengths that you're supposed to go to get that alone time and right. Like with everything else, everyone is different. If you want to go and do those things and you have this like higher expectation because that what makes you feel, it makes you feel good, then that is fine and keep doing whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing. And if you're not there yet, then like work towards that. Right. But if you're trying to do all this self-care, you're trying to implement the time, you're trying to, I guess, gauge what exactly that looks like for you and you're just feeling like this pressure and it feels like work for you to then do all these things to even get to the point where you're doing that self-care, like you're planning so much where it's not fun anymore and you want to be around your kids, but you don't want to be responsible for them because you want that break, then doing exactly what Bree's talking about and just, you know, the responsibility gets shifted to your partner or whoever is working with you on this and you still get to be around them, but you're doing something. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you just wanted to sit on the couch during like nap time. And that feels good to you. You don't have to go out of the house. You don't have to go and do this fabulous, like huge routine. 
that's fine. If you just feel good just sitting there, then that is self-care for you. If you want to sit there and read a book while your little one is playing Mm -hmm. and your partner's right there and has the opportunity to make sure that, you know, they're not getting hurt, they're not doing something they're not supposed to be doing, then that is self-care. There is no booklet on exactly how to Mm -hmm. do self-care. There are a lot of suggestions out there. There is a lot of different things that people will say has helped them. And, you know, there's some people that say that it's like a must do on certain things. And that's not true. There's a lot of things that you can do Mm -hmm. that is considered self-care. For me, I sometimes just want my husband to pick up our daughter from daycare because she's so attached now to daycare that sometimes she doesn't want to come home. And sometimes it hurts my feelings. So sometimes I want him to go and he can deal with it because, you know, on that day, maybe I'm not feeling so good about myself and that's just only going to make it worse. (laughs) You know, it's like sometimes it can be like so little that, you know, Mm -hmm. you might even like you just overcompensate for not noticing those little things that you think you have to do this like big grand gesture or you're expecting someone to help you with that big grand gesture. And that's not a bad thing if you like those things. But sometimes it can really start feeling like a chore when you're not aware that all of those little things can be self-care. So, you know, it can be really hard with right. expectations, like with everything. Expectations can really kill joy mm-hmm. sometimes, but embracing the fact that reading the book, having, you know, them pick up from daycare or yeah. maintaining your space around your kids while you're not necessarily directly responsible for them, that all counts. And that definitely counts if it makes you feel better. And I think the first step in having an easier time with those things is acknowledging that those are self-care because you're probably doing them right now and not even like noticing it. So if you really acknowledge that and feel, oh, this is my little break. This is my chance to, you know, get a breath of fresh air and kind of focus a little bit on myself when I'm still around them or still doing something that to me might feel small in the moment, but the overall component of self-care is anything that makes you happy and gives you a little bit of either just time or feeling like yourself. And that, like I said, can be anything. Mm -hmm. So don't forget the small things. So those are important too. Yeah. I actually saw a post that I guess a husband made, a dad made one time about his wife and she was working out and the house was like super messy. And the post said like, oh, I'm, I'm just so proud of her for prioritizing like her time. Like this is like getting her workout in when, you know, there's probably a million other things on her mind. Like it was a good acknowledging post and maybe I'm not doing it justice by explaining it here. But I thought like, oh man, that's so true because the to-do list is, I don't know, it's not going to go away. Like, you know what I mean? One day it will, one day it will, you know, and I think that takes, you know, some time and effort and acknowledgement that, it you know, chipping away at it every now and then, or not everything's going to be clean, but you still have to take that time for what's important to you. And I can think of plenty of times where I'm like, even today, like I haven't worked out yet. And I'm like, oh man, I need to work out. And it feels like a chore, but I want to work out. And it, you know, it feels like I have so many other things to do that that's like the least important thing. But when I work out and do those things, that does help the long term of my feeling better, right? I sleep better. I tend to make better food choices. I move my body. I do all of these things. So working out in itself is kind of like a chore. But it is a form of self-care to kind of prioritize that too. So it's not always looking and getting in, you know, this nice like 
self-care practice. It's just making sure that you take a little bit of time for you, whether that's the workout, whether that's reading, and it doesn't matter if it's in silence or not, you know, those kind of things. So it's just not sacrificing the things you need to do to make yourself like feel complete. That doesn't mean that the way you're going to do it, that doesn't mean the workouts are perfect. Half the time the kids are around and they want snackies and things too. But you just kind of embrace like what that looks like. And as long as I kind of get the workout in, I don't know. I I mean, I feel like I'm a happy camper in in that respect, right? You know, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't want to feel the pressure to prioritize self-care and having my own time and being my own person, I guess, is kind of the thing now. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I, I want to focus on all of that and and not lose a part of myself in the process of being a mom and working and this and that. But right now in this stage of life, I want to focus on being a mom and doing whatever I need to do. I don't want to be the super mom anymore that can you know, have this time to myself and do this and do that. I want to be Brie whose chapter in life right now revolves around her babies. And I'm happy about that. My workouts include them. My shopping includes them. My, all of that includes it. And that makes me happy. You know, like trying to fit in something without them doesn't make me happy right now, realistically. And forcing that or forcing alone time has had a negative effect on me, Uh, you know? So I do think you need to take your time and I do think you need to ask for what you need to do, but that's going to look different. And there's no wrong way to practice your self-care habits. So just do what works for you. Like, you know, when you're thinking about it and you're thinking like, okay, this is this is something that makes me feel good whether I'm by myself or not, do it, you know? And you mentioned nap time. One of the like best things I've heard from this mom that I follow on Instagram is she was like, on nap time, I don't get everything done that I need to do. I don't go grocery shopping. I don't clean. Yeah. I relax, you know, because that's like a form of self-care time too. And I'm like, why is that the smartest thing I've ever heard? I try to accomplish every little single thing I can do during nap time because it's like, oh, I can't do it with the kids. No, you can do it with the kids and you should because the times you get to relax, take that to relax. You know what I mean? Like, so it's kind of like shifting it. And I was like, oh, I just love that thought process in terms of that. Like not every moment do you have to be productive or doing something, you know, take the time that you can and and put in what you can. And I don't know, just do what works for you. If it's with your kids, if it's not with your kids, it's whatever. <laughs> Self-care is what brings positivity and not adds into the overthinking or the insane expectations of something else. So, yeah. uh, you know, I agree. Just my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Totally agree on that because your mental health matters. Your physical health matters. They can still be priorities because every single moment of the day, priorities are shifting. Mm-hmm. Like it's like just one big circle. It's just, it's always shifting. So your kids have priorities. They're in nap time. Your priorities are now, you know, you have time. So whenever you have the time to prioritize the things that are important to you, and that can be anything. And if you're different and you think that things around the house is your self-care because you thoroughly enjoy having a clean space and that you you might even have some OCD. I mean, I don't throw that around as a joke. Um, my husband has OCD. There are some times where I want to relax and he can't. He has to do mm-hmm. something because something is bothering him because it needs to be done. So if you have that, because I completely understand it watching him, you you can do that. There is nothing wrong with that. If that actually yeah. provides something to you, it makes you feel better. So basically just priorities 
are ever-changing. And when you have the chance to prioritize your own needs because you are at your wit's end or you feel so burnt out that you know that you're not being your whole self, you're not giving your kids like the 100% that you know you can give on a certain day or time or week or month. And you know that this thing will help you get to that point where you feel better than do it. Sitting on the couch, reading a book. Yeah. If you need to go out and do that spa day and you that's just who you are, then do it. But don't put pressure on yourself. That doesn't need to be there. So if you're not comfortable doing those things and you realize halfway through that you're like, I miss my kids. I don't actually feel like this is helping me. Then don't do it. It's just, it really depends yes. on who you are as a person. And I did see this post uh, recently that just said that, you know, you are alive and to act like it. And that can come like, that's a double-edged sword. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I have depression and anxiety and I have for as long as I can remember. So sometimes that can come off as harsh because, and even I, for a second, I had like that little twinge where I'm like, well, like what's that supposed to mean? But then I really thought about it and, and it's true. You're alive. You have this opportunity. You have one life. I'm not trying to get depressing here, <laughs> but you have, you know, you have that opportunity. <laughs> this is your life. And if you have like this, like, calling or pulling that you like want to do certain things or if you you know like work out or like hike that mountain or spend the time with your kids don't flood your whole life with trying to meet the expectations of society or everyone else and just really working towards anything that makes you happy mm-hmm. the big and the small that's the most important thing yeah i mean, i think you make a good point i think the part of the self care and being alive is kind of, or to like intertwine them, it's kind of like being present in, in what you're doing. Right. So it's kind of like, I don't know, for the past few months, a a small story for the past few months, I felt a little, it's, it's been very overwhelming, like with my job situation and all of these different things. And I, I never found myself like fully present. And literally this weekend or one of recently, one of these past few days, I was playing with the kids and usually there's something on my mind, you know, during the work hours in particular. And I'm like, oh, I need to get this done. I need to check. Oh, I got an email. I need to check this. I need to do that. I'm just distracted and I'm playing with them. And I mean, I know they can see it like, you know, when you, when you start to like pay attention, but I put my phone down and I, you know, they were kind of done with the activity we were doing. Like, you know, uh, the little water fountain was helping me babysit for a minute and they were like done with it. They got, you know, moving on to the next thing. And I put my phone down and I started just like walking like a dinosaur. My son's into like little making like noises right now. That's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. So I did it with them and I was walking back and forth. And before I knew it, I had two little dinos like walking behind me, like lifting their little feet. And I cannot even begin to explain, like, I swear my heart grew two sizes and it was like bursting because I just found myself so present there. And I was so happy, like clearing my mind. And I think that's part of it, like being alive and like acting like it, like, I don't know, you don't have to like, I'm just, all this pressure is like kind of getting there. And to me, that was a form of self-care, like my heart and my like stress levels just like gone. You know what I mean? So like the presence that was there and I've taken it with me and I still feel it like today, like it's had like a ripple effect of when I talk to my kids and when I'm with them, I'm trying to be as present as possible now because I realized for the past few months that I wasn't, you know, and I don't know, I I guess the kids can teach you a lot of things about like self-care and feeling alive too, right? Be in that moment and like enjoy it and try to focus on it. So 
you know, even if you do have like other things to do or, or, you know, you mentioned your husband has OCD and he, he can't relax until things get done. And sometimes, you know, it does feel that way when the house is messy or things like that. And it's like, man, I just can't get clean. And can I, I just want to focus on like something like, I don't want to think about it anymore. So sometimes like putting your attention and focus into that is the self-care, you know, that you need so that the rest of the days you can focus on the things that light you up, you know, I don't know. That's what it is. What lights you up and what brings you energy. And it could be a spa day. It could getting your nail, getting your nails done, your hair done, your taking a bath. It could be being a dinosaur outside with your kids. Like it doesn't matter what it, you know, just what lights you up, what's going to give that ripple effect and like get you through, you know, uh, with a clear head, you know, for the next week or whatever it is. And then you do it again kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, just, I guess, like we said before, this taking the big and the small and doing both because that whatever helps you, when you find whatever it is that helps you, it's just, it's trial and error. Once you find that thing, just, you know, just keep it. And yeah. it might help you be more present, like you were just talking about. But we did say short and to the point conversations. So I guess we kind of have to make it short and <laughs> to the point. So I did want to just say Let's that wrap if you, this up, right? <laughs> that if you are having trouble, getting started with self-care or don't know where to start that we we have you covered. We have made like a fun little 30-day self-care calendar for you and it's going to help you get started and give you some ideas and of course you can like swap them in and out and you can find yeah. those and it's linked in the show notes here or in the link of our Instagram bio so we have it in both. So when you click on that, click on the thing that says self-care calendar and we have it all right there for you. But thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for listening today. We hope this episode helps you in some way and we appreciate it so much if you shared it with another mama who might find it valuable, including that self-care calendar. Yeah. And if you're listening, don't forget to tag us on Instagram. We love to see it. We love to share it and be a part of the conversations with you. Um, So with that, we will see you next episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited you're taking this journey with us. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a rating or review, or tell another mama about us. To stay up to date with postpartum confessions and get all the behind the scenes content, you can join our email list or follow us on Instagram at postpartumconfessions underscore. All the links are in our show notes. They say it takes a village. Welcome home, mama.